you can share the gospel naturally. So you want to share the gospel but don't know what to do. You're not alone. A lot of people feel that way. Here's a not-so-secret secret. It doesn't have to be hard. In fact, we often make it harder on ourselves by overthinking it or trying too hard. The key is to just be you. Be faithful, be kind, and be willing to share who you are with others. When you do, you will see that you actually have more opportunities to share what you have. Don't force it. As Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles says, look for opportunities to bring up your faith in natural and normal ways with people. Here you can learn from two members who share how this happened in their lives. As you read their stories, think about how their experiences might suggest how you can naturally live and share what you believe, and bless lives along the way. 6 a.m. Missionary by Hannah Mortensen Church Magazines Growing up, I always wanted to be a member missionary. I knew how important sharing the gospel with people not of our faith is. I even prayed for opportunities. However, none of the people I knew who weren't members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints were interested. That all changed when I entered high school and met Robbie. Robbie and I became friends when we performed in a musical at the community theater after it was over, we stayed in touch and would occasionally hang out. One evening we were messaging. Because of early morning seminary the next morning, I needed to stop so I could go to sleep. Thanks for chatting, but I've got an early morning. I sent the message. How early? Robbie asked. 5.30 a.m., I replied. I wasn't sure if I should explain why, but I felt a small nudge from the Spirit to share. I have early morning seminary at 6 a.m., I said. It's a class at my church where we study the scriptures and learn about God before school. I always feel really good after the class. Then I felt another small nudge. You should come sometime, I said. Robbie was excited when I explained what seminary was. That sounds cool. I could bike there. Maybe I'll come tomorrow. At first, I thought Robbie was kidding. But the next morning, as my dad and I drove into the parking lot just before 6 a.m., there was Robbie, waiting outside the church with his bicycle. I was shocked. That day, our class learned about temples as we studied the Old Testament. Robbie was fascinated through the entire lesson. He loved all the pictures and learning from all the students about the ways temples unite us with God and our families. The teacher and other students welcomed Robbie even without any warning that he was coming. Robbie kept coming throughout the rest of the school year. He also came to a couple of youth activities. He made friends with the other youth in my ward and stake. At the end of the school year, Robbie came to the end of the year seminary fireside with us. That next summer, my family moved to a different ward. But when school started again, Robbie kept going to seminary, and the entire class welcomed him back. Robbie didn't join the church, but he always talked about his good experience with me when we would see each other later. My experience inviting Robbie to seminary taught me that sharing the gospel doesn't only mean inviting friends to meet with the missionaries. In fact, they may never join the church. It can be as simple as sharing what's going on in your life as a member of the church. Then, if that interests them, you can invite them to check it out. If you're looking for opportunities to share the gospel, 
Try starting where you are and with what you're already doing. There are so many simple ways to express your belief and testimony by sharing the things you do that bring you closer to Christ. Trust in the Spirit and He will help guide you along. Friendship Made the Difference by Joshua J. Perkey, Church Magazines I'm a convert, but it took me six years to join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. One of the reasons was that growing up, I didn't have a very good opinion about the Church. If you'd read what I read about it in my school textbook when I was 12 years old, you might have been that way too. The things it said weren't very nice, and since I'd never met a Latter-day Saint, I accepted what I read as truth. I grew up in Kentucky, USA. Where I live, there were very few members of the Church, so I was surprised when the Martinez family moved into our neighborhood when I was 13. Everybody liked them. They were kind and easy to get along with. They had six kids, which seemed huge, and they had a son my age who quickly became my best friend. Actually, I think he was everybody's best friend. There was a light about Mateo that just drew people to him. So even though I thought his church was a little strange, pretty soon that didn't bother me because of our friendship. Meeting other members. A couple of years later, Mateo and I entered high school. That's when I met other members of the church. There were several at our school and others in the community. Over time, they would talk about their lives and bring up the church naturally. Eventually, I started going to church activities, played basketball with other youth, and even went to early morning seminary for a few weeks. I had a lot of good friends who chose to follow good standards, but there was something special about my Latter-day Saint friends. Of course, they didn't drink or smoke or do drugs, and while some of my friends were getting involved physically with their boyfriend or girlfriend, these ones didn't. But it was even more than that. There was a light about them that was wholesome. They never pushed the gospel on me. They just lived it. When the moment was right, they would share little things with me, and the Martinez family was always so open and generous. I was welcome at their house anytime, and their kitchen was always open, too. I still struggled. Still, I was pretty set in my religion, and I still thought some of the things Matteo believed were weird. I also had a strong personality. Even though I mostly lived the standards of the church, I didn't want anyone telling me what my standards ought to be. At the same time, I felt lost, spiritually. I think that can happen when you feel drawn toward the light and goodness of the gospel, but push it away. Though I believed in God, I struggled to accept that God could or would be actively involved in my life, and yet I was attracted to the light of the gospel in other people. That's probably why I decided to join my friends at a church school when I was 18. We attended Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah, USA, where I met even more members of the church. Good people, kind people, filled with light, just like back home. And still, I didn't join the church. What finally made the difference? After that first year in school, I ran out of money and went back to Kentucky to live with my dad. I was 19, and all my friends began to leave to serve missions, or were still in Utah. But the amazing thing was that God put other awesome people in my life. The Martinez family still lived nearby and invited me into their home whenever I wanted, and I learned that there were other Latter-day Saints my age living nearby as well. All of them stood by me as I wrestled with my beliefs. No one pushed me. No one pressured me. They were just good to me. Finally, after six long years, I started studying with the missionaries. It took a lot of deep questioning. But with kindness and encouragement of friends, I was finally ready to open my heart, study and pray about the Book of Mormon, recognize the Spirit, and accept baptism. Of all the things that helped me in my journey. Probably the most important 
equals the patient, kind support of other people. Read by Wes and Rena Nelson.